Welcome to the Arena Church podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Well, it's really great to be with you today. And I trust that uh, the Lord is good to you because he is all the time. And uh, I really pray that uh, this year will be an amazing year for you and your families and also for us as a church. It's my joy today to just bring to you a, uh, an encouragement and a challenge. Every year in Arena Church, we ask the Lord, what would he uh, want us to do? What is he wanting to say to us? And over previous years, for example, last year, we had the thought of follow, and we really took that as a theme, encouraging people to follow the Lord. This year, we actually felt the Lord speak to us a phrase. Write it down if you've got a pad and a pen. It's, we get to. Now, I want to unpack that in a moment, but it was a a thought that came to us because we'd realised that there'd been a shift that had happened and was happening in, in many of us, actually, uh, over many months and years, and basically it was from the position of rather than we get to, it was we have to, or we've got to. And it was from a begrudging standpoint that we were actually um, serving the Lord. The joy of serving the Lord for, for numbers of people was, was waning. And it's from this position we want to speak into this year Because it's a joy to serve the Lord. It really is. We get to. He first loved us and he gave everything. And he basically calls us to lay our lives down and give him everything. The the realisation though, guys, is as we give to God our lives, it could feel like we've lost everything, but he pours back in so much more. And so today what I want to do is just really unpack just... Two or three thoughts around the thought of we get to. The Bible says this in John 2 verse 17. The disciples were reminded of a a verse in Psalm uh, 69 and it was this. The zeal for your house consumes me. The zeal for your house consumes me. And this is what in essence we want to recapture again. We want to recapture our love first and foremost for God. We don't want to be lukewarm. We want to be red hot for the things of God. And we also want to live with a sense of passion and enthusiasm and joy and love for the house of God. For some of us, we're going to be challenged over this series to step up. We're going to be challenged to make some adjustments. We're going to be challenged to give more, to serve more, to support more. Because the reality is we can't do this alone. We have the joy of being in a great church. And Arena Church is a good church. There's lots of things that are good around our church and a good, uh, solid, consistent leadership and, you know, good facilities and great outreach to all ages and multi-generation and multicultural and really serving the needs of our community. But that comes at a price and the price can be that it's left to just a few. And the challenge today is that we have the joy of partnering with the church and partnering with God in a we get to moment. So I really want to encourage you in this thought this year. 
It may be that you are like a fire that is just gently warming. But actually what God wants to do, he wants to pour in more fuel. He wants to stoke up the fire so there's the roar once again from the fire. That's a picture of your heart. You're just gently warming, gently coasting. Nothing wrong in a, in a sense. But actually there needs to be a roar that comes back into your heart. Three things that I want to encourage us into to really believe that we, we get to in these three areas. I want you to visualize a shepherd's crook. I want you to visualize what a shepherd would, would handle. This wasn't just in the Eastern culture, this is still today. You see programs of farming uh, on the television. There's one that's still out there now. And they would have a shepherd's crook that would guide and direct the sheep. It's not just the dogs that would do that. The shepherd would direct with his crook, the sheep. And the thought of the shepherd's crook, the visualization is this. We get to shepherd or we get to love. You see, the shepherd loves the sheep. The shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. And that's what it says in the Bible, actually. It says of Jesus that he is the good shepherd. And he uses the example that he is the shepherd and we are the sheep. And the reality is we can all be, at times, <clears throat> excuse me, wayward. We can be distant. We can wander off into other areas. But it's the shepherd's love that draws us back. It's the shepherd's crook that draws us back. And church is built, this church, Arena Church, is a family. And in families, true families that work well and that have harmony and and, and work together, the, the, the central ingredient is love. Can I encourage you? We get to love. This is what it says in 1 Peter 1 verse 22. Now that you've purified yourself by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from your heart. Love one another deeply from your heart. We want to be encouraged that we get the joy of loving and we get to love each other and care for one another. This love isn't just something that's mushy. It isn't, it isn't something that's just like, you know, out there and us blokes, we don't want to be part of it. And some women, we don't want to be part of it. No, this love corrects. This love challenges. A shepherd will take the ticks off a sheep because they can be very dangerous. A shepherd will direct a sheep because it's going, as I say, wayward. You know, all these things apply to us. There's times in my family, my personal family, I have to say some difficult things. Why do I say it? Not to hurt, but out of love. See, this love causes us to reach out. This love causes us to support. This love causes us to uh, encourage. And this love is not passive, but it's fierce. It's fierce. This shepherding, this loving we, that we get to is at times causes us to be completely frank and honest with people, to have those conversations that need to be had to help. And it's from a basis of love. It says in Proverbs 27, verses 5 to 6, something like this, the faith, faithful are the wounds of a friend. 
those wounds occur because of love. And I simply would say to you very quickly, very simply, we get to love. And as a church, let's extend love to one another. Let's extend love and compassion and care to one another in our, ch- in our church. And let's extend love and compassion to our community. If you feel like you're on the outside looking in, I'd encourage you to be part of a group. I'd encourage you to get back to church gathering if you're able. Because it's at that, those points that you can really sense and know that the we get to of love. The second picture that I want to visualise, you to visualise in your mind, is a thought of a bowl and a towel. For those who know the Bible would know that Jesus took a bowl and a towel in John 13. If you want to take notes, John 13, and it's the first few verses of that chapter. And he washes the disciples' feet. Now this was the custom because they didn't have a table that they sat round. Actually, they sat round a tablecloth and the food was presented on the floor near the feet. You can imagine the smell and the stench of the feet. That's why they needed to be washed. And it was the job of the lowest servant to wash the master's feet. But there was no servant. And Jesus knew that. And he took the bowl and the towel. And he became the least and washed his disciples' feet. Why did he do that? He wanted it to be an example to us today in the 21st century that we too are called to serve. Let me say it this way. We get to serve. We get to serve. And one of the things that we find in the world today is actually we don't want to serve. We just want to live for ourselves. And this is not the way of the kingdom of God. This is not the way of God. The way that we express love is often the way that we serve others. And we get to serve. This is not a plea, this is not a beg because we need more people. Actually, we do need more people engaged. We really do in Arena Church because, again, the few are shouldering the burden. But the thought is this, it's the joy of serving. It's not we're serving out of, well, because Christians asked me to or my campus pastor has asked me to. There's the joy of serving Jesus. The Bible says it this way, we serve as unto the Lord. Everything we do is as unto the Lord. The way that we serve our kids is unto the Lord. The way that we serve our spouses is unto the Lord. The way that we serve our boss, even though we may not be appreciative, is unto the Lord. We get to serve. You see, the Lord served us. The Lord continues to serve us. And we too, with joy, should serve him. There are many heroes in our church who serve and you serve so wonderfully. There are many teams, scores of teams that we have. And you can express that serving we get to serve in the life of our church. Two areas that I want to encourage you in. We've just launched an appeal called Grab a Bag. You know we run a huge food bank across all of our locations. And we've been doing this for, you know, probably 13, 14 years now before food banks became trendy and famous. And we, we have a real need to just make sure that we continue to meet the needs of those in our community who are suffering and hurting. Young children, young babies, young families, young mothers, young dads that we can serve and help. And you can help us, you can serve uh, the church and you can serve the community 
by just putting a few items in those bags. Why don't you just contact the office and we can make sure that we send them out to you. They're recyclable, they're branded up nicely, grab a bag, the list of what we need in there. And we will basically use that food then to go and serve our community. A second thing is get involved in a team, get involved in a serving team. There's lots and lots of things for you to engage in. So again, contact us and we can help you. So we get to serve, we get to shepherd, we get to love. And thirdly, I want you to have this picture in your mind, not just the crook, not just the bowl and the towel to serve, but I want you to get a thought of a fishing rod or a net. I was reminded only yesterday that actually when my granddad took me out fishing, I really wasn't a good fisherman on the, on the rod. It, it was a little bit too slow for me. Um, it wasn't what I wanted to do was sit by the side of a river, waiting patiently for, for a fish to land. And uh, that might be your bag and that's wonderful, but it wasn't mine. Okay. But I remember going out with my dad and he, he, he created a net and we would go on the east coast of England and we would walk out in, with this net and we would drag in all kinds of fish and all kinds of crabs and all kinds of things with a net and we used to have to sort out what we wanted and what we didn't want. I used to enjoy that. So whether you're in for the net or whether you're in for the rod, I want you to visualize both of those things because both of those things suggest a reach. Let me say it this way. Thirdly, we get to reach. Who do we get to reach? Well, Jesus told us, I haven't called you to come follow me to become fishers of fish. I'm calling you to be fishers of men. We have a deep passion, a high regard for people, all kinds of people. Across Arena Church, we have all kinds of people, all kinds of people from different nationalities, languages, age groups, and demographics. We have people who are seriously educated, and I've put them through university, PhDs, and other things. And then we have other people who barely can read, and they all mix together. Why is that? Because we have a desire to reach all people, and we get to reach And I simply want to encourage you again to stoke the fire in your heart to really go and believe that your friends and your families who once once may have known the Lord are going to return. And those who don't know the Lord will be reached. How will they be reached? Through your story, through your life, through your love, through your serve. It's a reach that we want to have. I was reading recently in Job 3, verse 24 to 26. And this was a picture of the world that I saw. This was Job who had so much and it was taken from him. And now he was in a place where he was sat in a corner with boils all over his bodies and sores all over him. And this is what he says. My, my sighing has become my daily food. My groans pour out like water. What I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. I have no peace, no quietness, no rest, only turmoil. This was a picture to me of the world in which we live and it broke my heart. If you're listening to me today and that's your life, no peace, no quietness. You have no rest, only turmoil. 
I want to say that we desire to extend God's love to you, to serve you, and we want to reach you with the love of God, for you to know that there is a way that you can find peace and rest, but only through Jesus Christ. This reach causes us to to enter the desperate plight of people. Let me say it this way. We are light in their plight. I know that's a bit uh, cheesy, but it just helps me to me to understand. I'm the light that shines in people's plight, in people's darkness, in people's pain. Jesus himself said, I came to reach, to seek and to save that which was lost. The reality is, some of us are more concerned by our animals and our pets. We're more concerned by you know, some of the issues that are important. I'm not saying you can't love your pets and you can't love animals and you can't love, you know, the plants and all that kind of stuff. Of course, we want to look after God's earth, but it could be like we, we, our priorities have shifted. We're more concerned for other things than we are of people going to a lossless eternity without Christ. Jesus told a remarkable story, said there was a shepherd who had a hundred sheep. He still had 99, but he lost one. And he left the 99. Not, not in, a, in, in a place of just abandonment. He made sure there was okay. But he left them because he was concerned with the one that was drifting. You see, we get to reach the one If it was true of Jesus, it should be true of others. So, as I conclude, can I just encourage us, Arena Church, if you're from our church, you're from the family of faith, we get to, not from a driven standpoint, not from a, but from a joy of what Jesus has done in our life. And we get to shepherd and we get to love and we get to serve we get to reach. Can I encourage you, if your heart has, has gone wayward, for you to just come back to the Father. I speak this lovingly, challengingly, but lovingly to you. Just come back to God. Come back to that central point again, where you're not allowing the distractions of this earth and this world to get a hold of you, but for us to leverage our life on behalf of others and behalf of God. I'm telling you, that is where great fulfillment comes. But if you're here today and you've never received the love of Jesus, you know that you're far away, you are that sheep that has wandered, then there is a way back, and it's through Jesus Christ. Jesus so loved you that he gave his one and only son. And I want to just pray with you now, if you just draw in, in these final moments, if that is you, Whoever you are, wherever you are, wherever you're watching me, if that is you, and you just know that you're far away from God, you're that wayward sheep. You've even said to yourself, there's no hope for me. God would never receive me. I want to tell you that's a lie. God loves you. He loves you. His grace is towards you. And he receives you now. Just bring your heart to him. Father, thank you today for people who are reaching out to you. Thank you today for your love that reaches all kinds of people. And Lord, may we see many people come to faith 
May we see many people reached. May we see many people served and many people come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, today that those who are reaching out to you, that you would forgive them of their sins and they would know that they have a brand new start. If that is you today and you've been praying this prayer as I've been praying, just contact our officers. Come to one of our locations. You'll receive a very, very warm welcome. For others, you're from Arena Church. And like me, as I was preparing this, I had to make some tweaks and changes in my heart. If that is you, because you know you've just drifted slightly, I just want to encourage you in this final prayer, just come back to the Lord. Lord, we just want to so serve you. We, we, We thank you for all that you have done in our lives. We thank you that we get to. We get to love. We get to shepherd. We get to serve. And we get to reach. I pray, Lord, that we would see so many wonderful things take place in this year. And we ask this in Jesus' name. And everybody said together, Amen. As always, I love you. I'm praying for you. And I believe in you. God bless you.